Good evening, everybody. My name is Dan B. from Michigan, and I'm a grateful uh, recovering compulsive eater. Uh, I've been rescued from a seemingly hopeless condition of body and mind uh, by the OA program, the 12 Steps, and uh, a loving higher power uh, who takes care of me uh, to guard against uh, any uh, ego-feeding uh, propositions, uh, any success that I'm having being abstinent today is due to a higher power working in my life and not so much anything that I'm doing. Uh, my abstinence is three uh, measured meals a day uh, with nothing in between uh, but life and uh, black coffee and uh, uh, diet sodas, um, water. And uh, I've been abstinent for many years now, uh, but it's one day at a time. Uh, I wanted to start my story uh, uh, about a decade ago uh, when I was in relapse. Uh, and uh, being in relapse is not a fun uh, place to be. Uh, for me, it was like trying to pull myself out of quicksand. And uh, and when you're in quicksand, you just need you need help. You need someone to put a hand out. And uh, at the time, uh, well, I, I should probably start out with my uh, my top weight was uh, somewhere between uh, I'm guessing between 350 and 400 pounds. Uh, my weight today is approximately 170 pounds, 170. And I've maintained that weight loss for many years, one day at a time, uh, by taking the steps on a continuous basis, uh, having a plan of eating, uh, asking for help from a higher power, and also asking for help from others. I find that uh, asking for help, for help from other other people, uh, no matter who it is, uh, uh, helps me to stay reachable and teachable, and helps me to remember that I cannot do this on my own. Um, so, uh, I my story is I'm going to start is about a decade ago. I, I was uh, in a relapse, and I, I was just gone. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to start, what to, where to go. I didn't want to ask for help. I didn't want to follow the steps. I didn't want to have a food plan. I didn't, there was a lot of things that I just didn't want to do. I was a, like a, uh, I, I just, I, I just was powerless. Uh, and the first step says that we admitted we were powerless. And, and for me, I could admit it, but I couldn't accept it. Uh, what had happened to me uh, at that time was I, I chanced across a magazine article um, from our fellowship uh, where a woman described the, how she got in the same situation that I did and what she did uh, before I uh, 
share this, I, I do want to mention that the AA 12 and 12 is part of our literature. A lot of people don't know that, but but it is. Uh, and I've just gotten into it recently uh, with the, the uh, um, with my sponsors uh, prodding to get into it. And uh, and I read this magazine article, and the lady uh, talked about how she was at the same place that I was, and what happened was. Someone told her that if she read Bill Wilson's little prescription for the third step twice a day out of the AA 12 and 12, that something miraculous would happen sometime between the first day and the 30th day. And you know something? I had that gift of desperation. I thought, you know, this, this sounds pretty wild. I, I'm going to try this. And uh, I was, and so I, I, I did it. Uh, I started out reading the whole chapter, uh, but I eventually uh, got to the point where I was reading. I started at the top of page 39 in the AA 12 and 12, and I read it to the very end, where it shows uh, Bill W's prescription for the third step. And it, what happened? was miraculous. What happened was it brought me back to the first step. It brought me back to where I was actually able to give my wife a hug one night and say, I need help. At that point, I had eaten my way back up to 300 pounds again. It only took me a couple of years to do that. Uh, I've also had points in my uh, uh, overeating career where I put as much as 20 to 30 pounds on in, in a month. And I think you know you have to know uh, what a compulsive overeater, uh, a compulsive overeater to understand how that can happen. Now, some of you might think, well, that's never happened to me, and, and maybe it hasn't. But, but what I have become sure of over the years is that that there's probably about five or six different kinds of compulsive overeaters, and I am every single one of them. It doesn't matter if it's bulimia, anorexia, uh, bulimorexia, uh, what it is. I, I did it, and I did everything to try to control it, and the more I tried to control my eating, the stronger it got. So before the 30 days was up, I, I, I hit that point. It brought me back to the first step. And one night I got down on my knees and I said, God, I need some help. And as I was kneeling there, um, a little thought came into my head. And the thought was, give, your, give the last guy a call. Give, the, give your last sponsor a call. And I'm going to do that. So. Um, the very next morning, I gave him a call, and he wasn't home, but I left a message, and I, I asked him to give me a call back. It was a Tuesday. Normally, I would go to my Al-Anon meeting that night. I stayed home. I don't know what it was, but I knew that that guy would call me back. I didn't know much else about him, but I knew that he would call me back, and he would help me, and he did. He called me back, and he said, hey, hey, how you doing? And I, I said, I, I need help. I want to quit. 
And uh, he said, well, you know what you got to do, don't you? And I said, yeah. He said, I'll give you a call tomorrow morning. Uh, and I, I gave him a call the next morning. I started committing my meals. I didn't have to do that. Many of us don't do that. But I'm a, a very uh, stubborn, uh, bullheaded, uh, know-it-all, compulsive reader. And uh, I just had to humble myself. Uh, I fought it for years, uh, planning my meals and and stuff. Uh, I remember one of my early, uh, early meetings that I went to, uh, uh, someone was uh, saying, you know, uh, you, you, in this program, you really need to plan your meals. And uh, and I was thinking to myself, yeah, I always plan my meals. You know, I mean, my binges. You know, I was, I was always obsessed with food. Anyhow, uh, my sponsor, uh, my new sponsor did give me a call. And I called him back the next morning. And I, I uh, he helped me uh, hash together a, a food plan. And I was off, and uh, but that was just the very beginning. Uh, for me, uh, for me, uh, just just starting, and again was like stopping, uh, and just um, so he said, "There's another thing I want you to do. I want you to go to a meeting every day." I said, "No problem. I'll go to a meeting every day." I went to a meeting every day. I called them every morning and uh, committed my food. Uh, and I did that for quite a few months. Uh, nothing else. I didn't do anything else but just make sure that my food was right. I didn't care about what was going on in the world. I didn't care about anything else. I put my program first. I put my abstinence first. And a few days later, I called up, and I was getting ready to commit my food for the day. And I, I said, I'm, I'm really feeling a lot of anxiety. As a matter of fact, I've been having uh, panic attacks almost, and I'm having trouble thinking. And my sponsor listened to me, and he said, well, you know, we can ask our higher power for help with that. And it was, for me, it was a light bulb moment. Uh, I first came into OA about 40 years ago. And when he said that, it brought me right back to page 86 in the big book, where it says, upon awakening, we consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking. And I... The little light bulb moment that I had was realizing that that was an action. And so after I got off the phone, I immediately did it. I, I did it the next morning, and I did it this morning, and I do it all the time. Uh, one of the things that OA has gently reminded me over the years is that I cannot be loyal to my mind because my mind is not loyal to me. Uh, but I can be loyal to my higher power. And when I get up in the morning and I say, God, please move my thinking away from self-pity, dishonest or self-seeking motives, uh, please. 
I say that sincerely. And I let him know that uh, my life is unmanageable and I need his help getting through the day. It doesn't take me long to do that. Uh, and then as I go through the day, I check in with him. Uh, my character defects can uh, uh, jump up every once in a while. Uh, I can be blinded by my character defects. My character defects always led me back into the food. Uh, around the eight-month point, uh, I went to a retreat, uh, took a, a formal third step, and then uh, did steps four through seven. I also uh, got some information there that I forgot over the years, um, that people, things that OA members were doing when I first came in contact with uh, members of the group uh, when I came in. And that was that when I would walk into meetings or, or um, people would always be, they'd have their journals out, you know, they'd be, they'd be doing step work. Uh, and I don't see that that much nowadays, but, but when my sponsor told me that it brought me back to all of those those memories of what works, of of taking the steps on a continuous basis. It's it's really not that hard. Uh, it's easy. It's fluid. It's uh, once I got into the habit of it, it it's just easy. Uh, and because of that, I can choose who walks out the front door of my house today. Uh, I don't have to walk around with a feeling of shame. Uh, it took uh, quite a while for me to really just have an adjustment in my thinking, and I am still uh, adjusting. Um, I believe that uh, God's will for me today is, is is to go to my OA meetings regularly. Uh, I believe that my higher power wants me to read OA literature. I believe that my higher power wants me to pray and, and meditate and stay in touch with them and talk to them. Uh, I believe that my Five higher minutes. power... Oh, thank you. Thank you. I believe that my higher power wants me to stay in contact with uh, recovering winners in the OA program. Uh, my higher power wants me to live one day at a time. My higher power wants me to always uh, to say yes when when I'm asked for help. If anyone asks me for help, I, I can help them. Uh, I can pray for the courage to be honest, and I can be grateful for all I've I've been given. I uh, like I said, I, I ate my way almost to almost 400 pounds, and today I and maintaining about a 230-pound weight loss. I rarely think of food. I have no food obsession. It has been taken away by my higher power as long as I do what I need to do every day. Um, you know, there's that part in the big book where it says, what in order, I can't go through with it. And, you know, I, I can get that kind of thinking, but really, from where I came from, I'm grateful for every little thing. Uh, 
a few years ago, my wife had a stroke, a terrible stroke, massive stroke. Uh, I remember being in the emergency. And uh, to be honest, uh, I didn't know, no one knew if my wife was going to live or die. And then I was told that she would probably live, but there's going to be some severe complications. When when something like that happens, not only does your whole life change, but it, it, it kind of shifts your whole brain and your whole life. And it's, for me, it, I, I went into like a, a shock and I just started praying. But there was one thing that I knew. I, I knew that no matter what happened, I loved my wife and I cared about her and I prayed for her health and that she would get better. And then I reminded myself that I had three people, three people that I needed to keep an eye on every day. And that was me, myself, and I. This happened in the latter part of uh, 2020 when we were in lockdown. As a matter of fact, I couldn't even get into the hospital to see my wife for weeks and weeks and weeks. And when I finally got in there, uh, my wife couldn't talk, she couldn't move, and it was pretty scary. It's pretty scary when that happens to someone you love. A few days later, before I went into the hospital, I said a little prayer. And I went up to her room and I sat next to her and she hadn't said a word for, I think, a couple months or whatever it was at that point. No, the doctors, nobody could get her to talk. But for some reason, out of the blue, I started going, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. And the second time I did it, my wife started singing along with me. Well... That was quite an experience. I was trying to think, well, so uh, we sang Old MacDonald Had a Farm. I think we might have even, might have even sang uh, the theme song of the Flintstones. Okay, so where am I at today? I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be abstinent. I realize that if I'm going to keep what's been given to me, I have to go to any length. I have to reach out and help others and 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 just try to help in any way I can. Uh, and I have to remember where I where I come from too. Uh, before I gave my talk tonight, I looked at a picture of myself when I was at my highest weight, and it was pretty scary. But I need to look at that picture when I before I give my talk because I have a built-in forgetter. So today, I try to stay humble. I try to embrace my ignorance. I try to practice the third step every day and try to become good at not knowing. I'm not sure what my will in my life is, but I know that I can do something about my thoughts and my actions every day. I try to keep my thoughts straight, as pure as I can, and I try to practice positive action today, uh, love and kindness, consideration. Uh, I reach out to others. I call people and ask them if they want to pray with me. 
I was told when I came into the program that if your phone isn't ringing, pick it up and call someone. Yeah. Another, another thing I heard was when we stop knee bending, we start backsliding. When we stop knee bending, we start backsliding. And you know, you're not going to see that in any of the books, but that's me. That's a part of my story. And the opposite of that is true, too. When I started knee bending, I stopped backsliding immediately. When I asked for help, I got help. When I didn't ask for help, Time. I didn't get help. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me tell my uh, share my story today. Uh, we can look for the best and uh, forget the rest, and I'll pass with that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Dan, for sharing your experience, strength, and hope. Oh, let me stop the uh, recording. <laughs>